0: We're up to dav We are three lines into the page. So the Gemara was talking about that. There's a concept called Gilgal Shvuah. Gilgal Shvuah means that although makes mixes Hatayna does not require a Shvuah on Karka, but if you have to make a Shvuah anyway on Metaltalin Megalgal and Shvuah, we make you once you make you swear about that. We can make you swear about Karka as well. What's the source? The source was a Saita because a Saita <coughs> Saita, there's a concept called Gilgal, I guess Gilgal Shvu, Gilgal Shtia, whatever you want to call it that if a woman cannot a woman cannot become a Saita if she secludes after Kadushin. but if she's already a full Saita because she's secluded after nisuin, we could also add that you know what, listen, you know, accept upon yourself that if you did anything wrong with that, then add it on top, a Gilgal on top so the Gemara said <coughs> I understand that that's Isurim but how do you apply that to money? If an Eidechad is something by. Eidechad is nothing by Saita, and yet there's a Gilgal. So by money, where Eidechad is significant in Kabbalahim. Of what? Of the money situation. A Gilgal Shvur? You have to swear anyway because there's a Maidan mixes on metal and will make you swear on the Karka also. So the Gemara just says one last point. and how do I know? What if the claim against me is only a suffolk? Meaning, I could have. <clears throat> okay, let's go with the classic Gilgal Shavua, Yeah, I say Adam owes me a thousand dollars cash and two acres of land definitively. He responds. He responds. He owes me five hundred dollars and a half uh, and one acre of land. <clears throat> so because I make you swear for the metal to land on the cash, I can make you swear also while you're up there on the car. Now that's a case where I'm definitive. I said, "Listen, you owe me a thousand dollars, and you owe me two two acres, whatever." What if I say, "I think it's a suffolk. I'm I, I'm not sure, but I think you owe me karaka uh, also." So how do you know that there's a gilgal shvuah even in a case of suffolk? So the gemara says very simply, "Saita, the whole source is saita. Every saita by definition is a suffolk, right? The whole concept of a saita is that she secluded, and we treat her as if she did adultery." And she she can't be with her husband until she drinks the water. It's a saita. The answer is Saffic. The answer is Saffic. Derayis Khumra. It's one of the sources of Saffic Tuma lechumre. B'rishis ayachid. That's the source of Saffic Tuma. B'rishis ayachid is is Tame. As the Gemara says, Tanya Rav Shimon Yechai Omer Nemr Shvu There's a concept of a shvua you know, by courts monetary Shvuas. V'Nemr Shvuah Befnim. And we have a shvua by a saita. Just like by saita we treat a suffolk as if it's a vadai that the woman is oser. <coughs> so to every Shavua, every, every Shavua, we will, uh, we will treat it a suffolk like a vadai and will make you swear a Gilgal Shavua even on a suffolk. Now the Gemara says like this, Give me an example of an extreme case of Gilgal Shavua. Again, the classic Gilgal Shavua is, because you're swearing about Metaltalin will also make you swear about Karka. So the Gemara wants to know what's an extreme case of Gildalshfu. So you can't just tell me the classic case. You gotta give me something give me something more. So the Gemara says this is the case. Amravud The I say you're my uh, you're my Evid. Yeah. You're my Evid, you're an Evid Kanani. And you say, no, I'm not. So because so I can't make you swear based on that, but if you have to swear Anyway, on Metaltolin, we can make you swear that you're not an, you're not my Evid. Now, <clears throat> so here's the problem. So that's the case. That's an extreme case of Gilgol Shua. Here's the problem. If you go over to another Jew and say you're an Evid kanani, you accuse them of being a, a non-Jew, <coughs> that, 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 that's, not, that's not legitimized at all. On the contrary, you get punished for that. You can't just go over to someone without any sources... And just say, hey, you're my evokinani. Even a guild of we won't. We'll never make you swear for that. Again, because this is not a Mimixis, because this guy's not admitting. He's saying, I'm not. And we're saying, well, once he has to swear anyway, throw it on top. You can not make you swear if you deny it completely. Yes, yeah, so this is interesting. This, to me, seems like a complete denial. Chaos. You just people random things and you have swearing all day. Yeah, this is very interesting to me. It's, 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 yeah, it's interesting, because this is, again, it's not, you can't really have moed mixes on a reality of whether you're an evad, <laughs> but it's it's interesting. So, okay, it's interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. But the, well, the gemara is going to reject this anyway. But the gemara is saying that maybe this is an extreme case is you accuse him of being an evad kanani. So the gemara says, "What well, We would put someone in chayrim for calling another Jew an evad Forget about gilgal shvuah. We put you in chayrim. How so? The tanya, the says, You go over to somebody, you say you're an Ebed-Kinani. you're an Anyhudi. You hate either we put you in chayim for that. And if you call someone a mamzer, then soif exarum, we give you lashes. And if you call someone a rasha, you're already malachayev. It's interesting Allah We allow you to. It's all sugi in in, uh, in in I think that we allow you to uh, uh, open up a, comp- a competitive store nearby as a punishment, as like a sort of revenge for him calling you a rasha. The point is, you see from here that if you call someone Kanani, this it, even in areas where you're not allowed to ha- uh, open up a competing store close by, so we will allow it, if. Uh, Again, <laughs> okay, not in all cases. There's a whole simon about it, but there are leniencies for a because he called you a Russian. It's interesting. <laughs> <Be> careful, <laughs> not to cool. it's kind of a good. No, no, because no, I'll tell you what. El Amarava, the cases he shall shleinim kari bit of every Robin says, no, 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 no. If you call him an evid canadi, of course I'm not going to make you swear. The case is, you're calling him an Ivri. He's saying, he's saying, listen, I know you're Jewish. You're my, you're my evid. And he's like, no, no, I'm not. That could be like a by the moedemesis, because he acknowledges that he's a Jew. He just acknowledged he doesn't agree that he was an evid yeah, to are. you. So, so, so... That's the one that makes us case, right? Yeah. <clears throat> now, now... Okay. Yeah. So the point is, you can't make him swear normally about that. But if 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 you if you make a swear stam, then you could be gilgul shvur. Now let me ask you a question: What, what is an evid in halacha? Is he metalitalin or is he like karka? karka? So we know that he's like karka, but the Gemara wants to get there. Again, the question is: What is an extreme case of gilgul shvur? Which means I can't make you swear about A, but because I'm making you swear about B anyway, throw A on top. So the Gemara says an extreme case is I claim you're my evid, evid ivri, Jewish. But I claim you're my evid. You say no, I'm not. Can't make you swear about that. But if I'm making you swear about something else, throw it on top. Let me ask you a question: If an Evid is metal why can't I make you swear about that? Right? If an Evid is is cash, and I'm saying you 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 you're working for me, that means that like you're my my, my co- worker, you owe me a certain amount, and you say no, I don't. Then that's like a classic. Why why can't I make you swear? So that, why do I need a Google Schwartz? The Gemara says. If I, if I claim that you're working for me and you say, no, you're not, I mean, that's, that's like a regular claim of cash. So if that's metaltalin, why, why do you give the The answer is, evadivri is a den of karka. So here's the kasha. If it has a den of karka, then why is this an extreme case? Then like, how is this different than any karka? So Gemara says, raval Tame, it really follows ravadama ravah, evadivri Meaning... Eved Ivri has treated it like a karka. So you can't make someone swear about it. I hachi karkas. And why is this extreme? Meaning, I already know Gilgal Shavua means that I can't make you swear about karka, but if I'm swearing about Metaltalin, I can make you swear about karka as well. So, ah, oh, is that it applies to an Ebed also. Why? Because an Eved is like karka. But it's an is like karkas. so how is it, what's the chiddish? The answer is like this. Maude, say you might think karka inish. Dimizav nebitzina, imi said to zav less like Hi, I'm Mr. Kala Kamashwan. mean, like this. Every time there's a claim against Karka, we make you swear based on Gilgamesh. Let, let me ask you a question, though. Wouldn't it be. You, you say that I, I sold you land, and I say no, I didn't. Wouldn't we, like, know if I sold you land? Like, the fact that no one's heard about it, isn't that kind of a proof that I'm making it up? The answer is no, because people sold land privately. You have to remember, we sort of referenced this yesterday. Land was, you were embarrassed to sell it because it was not a good sign of the family. They never sold real estate. Like I was actually reading that book that Rabbi Weinberger uh, read um, uh, during the house. It's about still. It's about the the Jewish settlers in North Dakota in 1907. Their whole avoidance was to buy land. You, you, You wanted land. Selling land was a mamish last resort. So land was sold very privately. Therefore, it's very possible if I claim you owe me land and you say, no, I don't, I, both are possible because it's not like well how did nobody hear about the sale the answer is no one would hear about the sale anyway therefore it's a legitimate shiloh back and forth can't make you swear but Gilgul but in Eved I would argue if you sold an Eved probably people have heard about it and the fact that no one's heard about it means you didn't sell an Eved so maybe you shouldn't make meaning the Chiddush is that in Eved there's a Gilgul Shavua the kash is, well, why it's a Karka so it's like any other Karka what's the Chiddush the Chiddush is by normal Karka there's no call, but that's normal. Therefore, the fact that nobody's heard about it is not a proof either way. But by an Eved, I would argue that if Yutaka sold me an Eved, I would know about it. And the fact that no one knows about it is indicative of the fact that you didn't sell him an Eved. So maybe you shouldn't have to make him swear. Kamash will know. Karaka and Avodim are the same. It's a bit of a chiddish, but although you can't make someone swear about an Eved, but once there's a Gilgal shvuah, we'll throw, we'll throw an Eved, uh, a shvuah on that as well. Okay. Now this Mishnah, let me explain what's going on. From this Mishnah until the next Mishnah, it's a very cryptic Mishnah. It, we don't really understand what it's talking about. We're going to have three approaches. The Mishnah says like this. L- look at the words. Kol Hanase Anything used as payment for something else. Now what does that mean? Cash. right? Pashas it means cash. The Gemara might have to change this, but let's just read it the simply way. Kol Hanase domin Ba'acher. Anything that's used as currency. This is cash, yeah once I give you cash you are now obligated to give me back the item now okay, let, let me explain what simply this means and we're going to see major issues Okay, pashas, we're talking about cash and what does it mean? if I give you cash you now have to give me the item now let me ask you a question that kind of sounds like when I give you cash the transaction is already completed you're now obligated I'm buying the shtender from you the second I give you cash, you have to give me the shender. That's a little strange. Why? Because the rule is, metalthalin is not kona with kesef. Like kesef. Kesef does not work. Kesef, shah, and chazaka does not work with metaltolin, which means that if you want buying this tissue box, you give me the cash, you could still back out. So what does it mean that if I give you cash, then the transaction is already completed, you have to give me the item. So the explanation is, this is not referring to a Kenyan kesef, this is Kenyan Khalipin. Now chalipin comes in two forms chalipin comes in the classic form which is that you acquire a cheap item and by acquiring a yarmulke you get a, a you know a house but there's another form of chalipin uh, which is just an exchange an exchange of equal goods if i want a table and i give you cash for that table a hundred dollars and it's valued a hundred dollars when i give you the hundred dollars the transaction is already complete now that's called chalipin i'm exchanging cash for goods you can ask yourself Akasha, which is how is that different than kasef? Like how? So so the way that they describe it is that basically, did you stipulate it? Meaning, right now we're saying like this: cash cannot be cannot be kind of metalitelin, but cash as Khalipin can. So you ask yourself, so how do I know? <laughs> like the answer is, did you make a stipulation when you gave the money? This is not kiny kasef; this is kiny chalipin. If you said this is Khalipin, I'm I'm exchanging one for the other exchanging equal goods then it's considered halibin, it's kind of right away okay so let's reread the Mishnah anything which is used to buy goods meaning cash once I give you cash the transaction is complete as Chalip what's an example now by the way I just told you the example cash what's an example says the Mishnah you exchange an ox for a cow I want your cow, you, you. I have an ox. I say, hey, take my ox. I'll give you the cow. Exchange chalipin. The second I, the second I get, let's say you're giving me the cow. The second I get the cow, the ox is already yours. No backing out. You don't have to do meshicha. kaina right away. Now again, couple problems. Let me just explain. I look this over at two twenty-five. <laughs> so let me just explain a couple issues with. It. Couple issues with this mission. Seemingly, what this mission is referring to again: you have cash, you're acquiring metaltolin with cash, but not as kinyan kasef, but with chalipin. And again, it's it's funny. It's like, how, how do you know you have to verbalize it? Fine. Here's the issue: one, cash cannot be used for chalipin. That's one problem. So that's a major issue. Like you're telling me that you're using cash as part of the Khaliban trans transaction. Chali- cash cannot be used for chalipin ever. That's why they always use a yarmulke. They never use a dollar. You cannot use chalipin on cash. I think the reason is, uh, the Gemara is going to talk about this later on, not today's topic, maybe tomorrow, is that um, chalipin, uh, cash has its own intrinsic value, so you won't have in mind as the exchange, you'll think of the value itself. Whatever it is. The kids are on You cannot use cash as chalipin. So that's problem number one. Number two, the Mishnah said, let's go with the first shot. the way I read it. You're giving cash as chalipin. Okay. Besides the fact you can't. Put that aside. The Mishnah says ketzad. What's an example? I'm changing a shar with a chamar. Why not just say cash? <laughs> like, what's an example? Hichlev kesef. Like, I, the, so there are issues here. So let's start the gemara. So the gemara says in my knee. What, what What's the object that's being exchanged? Let's say I want to purchase the table. I'm giving you cash as chalipin for the table. The second you get the cash, the buyer, the the seller gets the cash. It's already the transaction is already completed. the The problem is matbe. It's a coin. Matbe nasa chalipin. Coin cannot be used for Khalib. So the Gemara says, no, no, no This is how you're supposed to read the Mishnah Anything that's value needs to be assessed we read the Mishnah that anything that can be used for transactions Which is cash It says, no, no, no It means anything that has a value that needs to be assessed Meaning anything other than cash So it doesn't mean cash When the Mishnah says anything that is used for a transaction It doesn't actually read that way Because that would imply cash it means anything that has a value that needs to be assessed. Like, this phone has a value that needs to be assessed because it's not clear. Table, it's, it's not cash. So what we thought originally was cash, now we're saying, no, no, anything that's not cash can be exchanged for chalipin. Now, that answers both questions because it answers how you could have khalipin with cash. The answer is not cash. Also, it would explain, right, what's the ketzad? Shar v'chamar. Because if you just said it's cash, then what's the ketzad? The answer is, it's not cash. It's the opposite of cash. So the Gemara says, Now the Mishnah reads very nicely. So now the Mishnah flows very nicely. The Gemara says, Now how would you read the Mishnah? Let's go with the original, your Havamin, right? Havamin also has to be uh, clarified. Your Havamin is that you're talking about cash. So how do you read the Mishnah? Forget about the fact that cash cannot be used for chalipin. and or it could. So, how do you read the Mishnah? I'm giving you cash in exchange for an item. The transaction is complete. Ketzad, what's the example? Shar that's Bapara. That's that's so, the answer we, we changed the Mishnah, but the Gemara is, it's a weird thing. The Gemara is like, according to the Havamina, how would you read the Mishnah? So the, the Gemara says this is how you read the Mishnah. I know it's like a, it's a, the Gemara says this is how you read the Mishnah. And this is how you're supposed to read the Mishnah. I give you cash for an item. The Kenyan is done. That's the. Then you have to add this line to the Mishnah. In addition to cash, items can, uh, 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 living animals could also be used for chalipin. Ketzad Sharbapar. You'd have to add that line. Meaning lav kesef who peris. Meaning Paris means kalim, non kalim, other items can also be done for chalipin. How Sharbapar. That's you'd have to add that line. Yeah, the Mishnah cannot read the way it originally was. You'd have to change it. So the, the way you would change it is uh, the case of chalipin is you're being machliv shar, in addition, you'd have to add this line. Peres nami of the chalipin. You could also use peris. Paris means anything that's not a kli, anything not a vessel. Anything yeah. not a vessel could also be used for Khalipin. What's an example? Shar Bapar. You know, so so I mean, you'd have to change the mission. You'd have to change the mission anyway. The point is this would be another way to change the mission. Yeah. Now, you just changed the Mishnah that and in the way we're concluding the mission, forget about the, the d di- Let, Let's just review conclusion. What does the Mishnah mean? The Mishnah means like this. I have an item, whether it's a vessel or a cow. cow's not a vessel. But any item that has value, I give, I want to buy one, I want, uh, Adam has a cow, I have a bull, I'm giving it to him, and what's the Kinyon? It's not Kesef, it's Chalipin. The second I get the cow, he gets the bull, wherever it is. Here's the problem. It's a Machloikas, Amiroyim whether you could do chalipin on something that's not a vessel. A table's a vessel. A cow is not. A cow is not a kli. It's a machloikes amiroyim whether chalipin is possible on non kalum. You've reinterpreted the Mishnah to refer to chalipin on non-kalim. That does not work according to everybody. Hanich l'Rav that works according to Rav Sheishis. Dahmer peris avdi chalipin. Because Rav opinion is peris, which means non-kalim, Again, cash, no, for sure not. Table, for sure yes. The question is, what about items that have value that are not vessels, like cows? Can cows or fruit? Huh? The example the Mishnah Correct. So uh, the, the, we've not reinterpreted. Basically, in other words, how does Rav, Yochanan, Rav Nachman understand our Mishnah? If our Mishnah is referring no, to right. Chalipin to and it's it. clearly yeah. Shar B'Para, so you know what the answer is. You have to change the Mishnah. <laughs> the Mishnah is not referring to chalipen at all. The, ref- the Mishnah is actually referring to a different form of monetary transaction, and that is like this. There are some times where cash can make a kinyan on metal and that's hichlif shar Okay, well, let me explain. Um, the, the 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 issue of the, the issue that we started was as follows. The Mishnah started off the, the push up shot of reading the Mishnah before we changed everything, was we're talking about cash. Yeah? And the Mishnah means I give Adam cash, he gives me an item back. The problem was, and the second he gets the cash, the Kenyan's already done. The problem is Kenyan Kesef does not work for Metalton. So we said, No, no, it's Chalipin The answer is no no no, it's Kesef I it doesn't work. There is one form of Kenyan Kesef that does work. What is the case of kinyan Kesef that does work? Instead of me giving Adam $100 for the ox, what if he owes me $100 and I say to him, instead of you paying me back, your ox, I'll take it and be mochel the loan, mochel the debt. The halacha is by us verbalizing this, or maybe making a kinyan to officiate this, the ke- the Kenyan is already completed, and the ox is mine even without a transaction. I don't actually have to do a mashicha. Being moichel a is a form of Kenyan kesef that actually works on metaltalin. Oh, so well, I don't know about that, but let's let's get to why would this be? So basically, in other words, Kenyan kesef normally is not a form of a way to be kind of metaltolin, movables, but now we're saying. Forgiving a, a, a debt is, which by the way, sh- strange thing is by Kedushin, forgiving a debt is not considered Kesef. Okay, right? right. A oh, yeah, that's what you have to say. That's what you have to say. But the, the point is like this So, why is it that Kenyan Kesef normally is not, but this Kenyan Kesef is? The answer is as follows Why is it that Kenyan Kesef is not good for Metalslan? So, there's two opinions. Rish Lakish feels it's biblically not good, so let's put him aside because I can't figure him out. <laughs> Let's go with Rav Yochanan. It's min ha good. If you give me cash for this tissue box, according to Rav Yochanan, you give me the cash, min torah the tissue box is already yours. Why is it that it's rabbinically not good until you make a Kenyan? It's because nif, n- chashash, chashash nisifu which is, this tissue box, you gave me the cash, it's already yours. Min torah. You didn't do a transaction, yet. you get to it later. There's a fire, am I going to save your tissue box? No. So to protect you, we want it to be that it's only yours when you actually take it out of the domain of the other person. That was a Gezeris Chazal. The rule is Chazal only made the Gezeris on common occurrences. The common form of transactions for cash is giving cash. Being Moichel on debt is, an, is a not normal form of a transaction. And therefore Chazal never extended their Takona to stop that. So the answer is, our mission is referring to Kinin, not it's Kesef. It's Kinin Kesef. Because Khaliban doesn't work on a para according to ibn Nachman. So it's Kinyi Kasef. I I Kesef doesn't work for metallica, so the answers it's not actual cash it's I'm forgiving a debt in the exchange of a cow and by me forgiving the debt the cow is already mine you might I'm I'm, I'm not sure you might have to do some sort of kinyan to officiate that that the debt is being hurt. maybe just in front of Adam you put some in front of Adam you could say give me that cow instead of me you owe me a $1000 the second you do that the cow's already mine without me actually having to do a kinyan uh a meshicha on it so the cash is why I thought Kinyan Kassa works yes doesn't work with Rabbanon. Because they're concerned about this, Chazal never extended that to this such a crazy case of uh, of mechilas uh, So let's see an inside. My time. Why is the reason? What's the reason that this form of Kinian Kesev is different? The answer: Saba'lek Rav Yochanan. It follows Rav Yochanan's view. Damar kindness. Rav Yochanan holds that biblically. Biblically, Kesef does work. So, why is it that Chazal required other form of Kinyonim? Because Chazal were afraid that if it's only Durabonon, that, that if it's deraisa and Durabonon effective with cash, that means that I could pay for something and then it could still be in your domain, right? I pay for your motorcycle and it's still in your property. And it's, it's mine now, but it's in your property. You're not going to protect it. So, it was Takonis Chazal only extended this for something that's common. This form of transaction of being moichel a debt is not a common form of a transaction and therefore it was not included in the Takanas Chazal. That's what the Mishnah means. Now the Gemara says, Now how does how does Lakish how does understand this? Because according to Rish Lakish, this whole Shtikl is that the, the way you read the Mishnah is that there's a form of Kinyan Kesef that works by Metaltalin, and that's being Meichel Adet. Why would it work? Because really Kesef always works, Min HaTorah. It just doesn't work to Rabbanu, and they never made it for this case. According to Rish Lakish, Kesef does not work. Min HaTorah doesn't work. Not not Rabbanu. Min doesn't work. So why would it work by being Meichel Adet? The answer is Rish Lakish has to interpret the Gemara the first way. Right, there's two different. There's we've had three different evolutions to understand this Mishnah. We started with classic chalipin, then we changed it to uh, uh, chalipin with cash, then we changed it to chalipin with items. I, according to Rav Nachman, there is no chalipin by uh, by non kalim so we had to change it to this exchange cash uh, kesef kin and whatever. Rish Lakish doesn't believe in this because Rish Lakish believes kin and kesef does not work Minatira, it doesn't work by cash, it doesn't work by me by chalchayv, it doesn't work. So how does he interpret the Mishnah? He'll have to interpret the Mishnah. Like the original chat, which is Khalipin and he must hold like Rish that there is Chalipin on non kalim Okay. The Gemara says, of the <inaudible> He has to interpret the options. Basically, our mission is 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 as follows. You could either interpret the mission, we're talking about Khalipin, and you have to hold like Roshis. That you can have Khalipin on cows. Or the Mishnah is not referring to chalipin; it's talking about a cash transaction, and it works because it's a a debt. But that only works if you hold like Rav Yechonon that cash works minatar. Those are your choices. If you hold like Rish Lakish, the cash does not work minatar. You have to hold like Rav that we're talking about chalipin, and there is chalipin on cows. If you hold like Rish Lakish and you hold like Rav Nachman, you won't be able to learn the Mishnah. Okay, just to finish up the daf, a new Mishnah. The Mishnah says, "Rushos although cash does not work. By Metallica, And for us, it works for the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash can acquire things by money, or as opposed to a regular person where you need other forms. Chazaka doesn't mean Chazaka. It means other forms of transactions like Mashiach, Hagba, but the Beis HaMikdash can acquire it with cash. Okay, the Gemara will elaborate why. Um, yeah. Now, according to... yeah so we, 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 the Gemara is going to talk about this this is uh, tomorrow's daf you have to figure out why does it work by not why but the fact that it works by the Beis Hamikdash is either, if you hold like Rav that it always works min ha'tayra, and it's a rabbinic thing that they didn't, they didn't extend that rabbinic thing to the Beis Hamikdash, or you'd have to say according to Lakish, it's min ha'tayra does not work outside the Beis Hamikdash, and min ha'tayra it works in the Beis Hamikdash. According to that, you have to go through those if possible, We'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Another thing is that declaring something hegdish is like giving. It's like doing a kenyan down here. With a regular person, meaning if I want you to acquire my cow, you have to do a kinyon on it. I could just say this is a carbon," and just saying it makes it uh, like I gave it over to Hashem. Yeah, we're familiar with this concept. Just verbalizing Hegdish is kilu, you made a kinyan on it. It's like transferring it out of your domain. Okay, let's see what it inside. Turn around about it. What's an example of the base acquiring metal through money? So, Gizbrash Shenos and Mos be Behema. If the Gizba, right, the person in charge of the the of the beis hamikdash, gave money for a cow, even if the animal is in the opposite side of the world, he acquires it by, by paying for it. He acquires it. Ubehed when it comes to a person outside the beis hamikdash, like kana tshiyumshah, do meshicha. Okay. Ketzah miras lekvoya, What's an example where speaking transfers the animal out of your domain? Haimer Sharza you say this ox should be an oila, or by is a or this house should be holy. The, a cow could be uh, the opposite side of the bay But if you say this cow is an oila, it's an oila, it belongs to Hashem wherever it is, kana. But But when it comes to a regular person, it does not work like that. For the animal to actually be transferred, you have to actually do a kinyon on it. For the house to be acquired, you have to do a kinion up?